Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Tom Kelly in for John Marks and Ike Reese today. If you want to get in, 215-592-9494 is how you join the show. In a few minutes, we have a top five at five coming up uh, with Buzz Wilson. Uh, But first, to kind of reset the things we're talking about today, obviously talking about the Eagles Saints as we turn the page from the Cowboys loss and now look ahead to this game this weekend. And the big question, will Jalen Hurts play against the New Orleans Saints this week? I think it would be a terrible idea. I think considering the injury Jalen has, considering the fact that it is a a pretty unique shoulder sprain here. Stephanie Bell, ESPN's injury analyst, had discussed this and basically said, you know, this is one of these kind of shoulder sprains that's um, somewhat unique, uh, similar to what Tyreek Hill had in the past. Took him five weeks to come back from this injury. And I don't think you need Jalen Hurts to play. Like, I don't think this is a situation where the Eagles desperately need Jalen to go back out there and be on the field this week. As far as what Nick Sirianni had to say, here was Sirianni uh, on Wednesday at his press conference on where Jalen stands at this point. Yeah, we'll see. Um, We'll see. We'll continue to see how he progresses uh, throughout the week. Um, You know, does he have a chance? Of course he does because his body heals – his body – just knows how to heal. He's he's a freak. And so we'll see what happens as the as the week progresses. And you know, that would tell me his body hasn't totally healed yet. Here was more from Sirianni. I guess what I'm saying is if his body heals like quickly, which it which I which I'm seeing it, that it does, he's better than he was last week at this time because it's 7 days later. And again, like that tells me that Jalen's not healed yet. If his body's not healed by Wednesday, Who knows if it's going to be healed by Sunday? You don't desperately need to put Jalen out there in this situation. You need Jalen Hurts healthy for the playoffs. That's what you need. And Gardner Minshew is fully capable of beating the Saints this weekend. I thought Gardner Minshew played very well last week. Thought he did enough uh, to beat the Cowboys. Um, And I have no concerns 
that Gardner Minshew can lead the Eagles to a victory this week. Playing Jalen Hurts would be a mistake. Uh, so if you want to get in on that, 215-592-9494. Get back to the phones in a few minutes here. But first, a time for our top five at five, sponsored by Bell Beverage, Philly's number one choice for pregame and pre-event beverages. Stop by Bell Beverage and be amazed by their massive selection online at bellbeverage.com. Top five at five. All right, so we are sitting here on a Wednesday, December 28th, talking a lot about this upcoming Eagles-Saints game. Uh, Sure has the makings and the setup, regardless of who starts at quarterback, Gardner Minshew or Jalen Hurts, to be one of the more memorable Eagles-Saints games, some memorable Eagles-Saints moments, certainly, in history, as the Eagles have a chance this Sunday to clinch the number one seed, clinch the NFC East. Could be a celebration on the field at the link. Would certainly make for a very good New Year's Day. And I was thinking outside the NFC East, I don't know if in my lifetime, which again, my sports fandom lifetime is like since 2000 effectively, if there's been another team We in know football, you're young, Dan. You're always bragging about how young you are. Well, you know, I have to say since 2000 because I always get a few calls after these like, well, what about this in 1985? Right. Like, I wasn't alive for it. And, you know, and, and neither were you in that case. Right. True. So since 2000, the Eagles and Saints, I don't know if there's been a team who has had more memorable, not always necessarily positive, but more memorable games against the Eagles outside the NFC East. I don't know if you can quickly think of one. They've certainly played them in the playoffs a number of times. There's been a few regular season examples. So I'm here today presenting the top five most memorable Eagles-Saints games slash moments of my lifetime. And again, these could be positive or negative. Okay. That's number five. So at number five, uh, we're going to go to November 5th, 2012. It was a Monday night football game in New Orleans. I don't know if you remember this game. Uh, there was a Eagles were trailing. Andy Reid tried to pull out uh, a little trickery on special teams. Riley Cooper was laying down in the end zone. You remember this play? I do remember. And this it play. got called back for a flag. Yes. So that that game they lost twenty eight to thirteen on Monday night. Uh, obviously Andy Reid's final season. That was like that game was one of the nails in the coffin for that season, just going off the rails. I mean, I remember being devastated after that game. And for five hundred twenty five thousand jolly points, can you tell me who had a ninety nine yard? pick six of Michael Vick in that game for the Saints. He would go on to be an Eagle. Malcolm Jenkins. Right? No. 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 Um, I don't know then. Patrick Robinson. There you go. Patrick Robinson. I would say that's not a memorable game from an Eagles perspective. That play was memorable. That, I think that play so, yeah, that, so is that probably play specifically. The, that's the only thing I do remember from that game. Was the Riley Cooper yes. the, a play that didn't even count. Right. But I, I remember that game as a whole because of that play. So that's at number five. Number four, December 13th, 2020, that day, very special on my professional career as well. It was actually the first time we ever worked together. The first time I ever produced on WIP was that Sunday morning. So how do you like that? Eagles get a 24-21 win at home. It was Jalen Hurts' first ever career start. He, of course, is now 2-0 against the Saints. We do not know if he will play this Sunday. Oh, my God. I was so happy that day. That, that, that game, even though it ended up being meaningless, it made me so happy because I was so tired of watching Carson Wentz at that point. I couldn't do it anymore. I just wanted Jalen Hurts on the field. And, I mean, Jalen won that game, and I was I was very pleased with that result. And now it looks like this guy is going to get paid as the franchise quarterback this offseason. So the start of an era. Of course, he came in and relieved Carson Wentz when he got benched at Lambeau. But the first ever start of Jalen Hurts' career in the NFL will always be that game in front of zero people at Lincoln Financial Field. That's right. Against no, the New Orleans Saints stadium. in the COVID year. Uh, number three, we're going to go to the playoffs. Wild card round, the 2013-14 season. 
January 4th, 2014. Nick Foles leaves with the lead. However, Drew Brees and company and Darren Sproles was in the backfield that day for the New Orleans Saints. They drive down the field. They set up a game-winning field goal attempt for Shane Graham, and this happened. Right down Broad Street. And the crowd dead silent as the New Orleans Saints told all week, oh, my God, it's going to be below freezing. Mike Snow, no chance. Come into Philadelphia and win the game 26 to 24. And I remember being at that game. And uh, it was. You're an such, usher at this point? I was an usher. And it was such a helpless feeling. Like, that's the worst way to lose. When you have no way to stop the clock, you know this team is just going to kick a field goal to end the game. And it was just such a helpless feeling knowing it was, it was over because that was, uh, you know, such a fun year. And the play that set all that up, if you remember. Carrie Williams, horse collar tackle of Darren Sproles on a kick return, who became an Eagle the next season. Of course, season. yes. And that game also was the only playoff game Chip Kelly would ever coach in the NFL mm-hmm. uh, in his first season with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I also remember that game, as Al Michaels alluded to there, a lot of overconfidence within the fan base that the Saints would not play well in the cold. I never bought that. Well, if you've, if, as if we hadn't learned our lesson from the Bucks nfc Championship. Exactly. Like, after that Bucks nfc Championship game, because the whole thing going into that game is, oh, the Bucks can't win. They've never won a game below 40 degrees. Stuff doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't – it's not applicable. The, the guys, even though they play on a dome team, like, I know they live in New Orleans, but a lot of them are from cold-weather places. And likewise with the Eagles, there's warm-weather players on the Eagles. It's not like these guys are all from Philadelphia or from New Orleans and have never played a cold-weather game. It didn't even turn out to be that cold. I think it was in, like, the 40s that night or something right. like that. Right, and, and that was the game, the final game for Malcolm Jenkins and Darren Sproles with the Saints before they defected and came to the Eagles. Exactly. So a very memorable, memorable game for sure. Number two, we're going to go to another playoff game, divisional round. Uh, the Eagles advance in the wild card round with a win over the Giants. David Akers game-winning field goal. They go to the divisional round. Uh, it was a 27-24 loss on the road, but everything everyone remembers this specific play very early in the game, that divisional round playoff game in New Orleans. Reggie Bush lines up as the tailback. Reeves swings it out to Bush. The ball is knocked away, and an incomplete pass, and a crunching hit put on by Sheldon Brown. He did not see that hit coming. He was looking back at the ball. That was a blind hit right there. Sheldon Brown out in the flat to come and put up a big hit. Reggie Bush was completely exposed. What a terrible call Your boy by Dick, Dick Stockton. Stockton. That was my biggest takeaway. Me knocked away. I mean, Sheldon Brown, Sheldon Brown leveled him. Yeah. Leveled him. Again, it went on to be a loss for the Philadelphia Eagles, but people talked about that hit for years. I mean, that is certainly one of the more memorable Eagles plays of my lifetime. I watched that game. I was a sophomore in college, and I was so fired up. You know, we were hanging at my friend's house, and we we'd had a couple beverages before the game. And I was watching – a lot of my friends in college were Giants fans, so they were actually rooting against the Eagles that night, which was frustrating. After the Eagles just beat the Giants – well, it was well, a game-winning field goal the week before. Yeah, it didn't whip, whoop him, but beat him the week before. But what what kind of call is that from Stockton? Yeah, he, he gets knocked away oh. as Reggie Bush might be dead. And then he worked for like another five years after that somehow. Look on graphic for final two <laughs> bullet points. Exactly. Well, what's number one? And at number one, this is more recent memory. Year following the Super Bowl, of course, Nick Foles coming in again at the end of the season for an, an injured Carson Wentz. Everyone thinks the Eagles are going to go back to the Super Bowl. They play in the divisional round. In New Orleans, 
and unfortunately play just before the two-minute warning. This is how that game effectively ended. To get this off for the two-minute warning. A little surprise. Falls back, throws. Intercepted! Went right through Jeffrey's hands! It's Lattimore! Yeah, that was, that was painful, man. That started to feel like a really special run, and I'm convinced, like, I don't buy, like, if Alshon catches that, the Eagles necessarily even win that game. They still do need to score a touchdown. But I do think if the Eagles won that game, they're beating the Rams. I think they would have won the Super Bowl. I think they would have beaten the Rams, and I think they would have beaten New England again. I really do. And then Nick Foles would be a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. That would be, that would be the biggest anomaly of a career in the history of sports if that happens. And you can maybe already say that about Nick Foles. If he had won back-to-back Super Bowls, it would have been his career would have been completely without any sort of precedent. It might be, really? and usually winning two Super Bowls as a quarterback gets you in the Hall of Fame. Right, he might be in the Hall of Fame. The guy's that. like not even a starter, <laughs> like, or like barely a starter. Right, but uh, it was that close. That's a good top five, Dan, because when you started it, I thought I don't know if I don't know if I agree that the Eagles and Saints have played. They've that had a lot of those were five different games I just rattled off. Yeah, you're right. And they met up in the playoffs a number of times here, and yet another memory, hopefully, to be written or another chapter to be written in the memory book here. The Eagles clinched the NFC East and the number one seed with a win over the Saints this coming Sunday. All right. Well, there you go. Nice job, Buzz. Uh, Good work with the top five today. Uh, 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. 215-592-9494. Should the Eagles play Jalen this week against the Saints? Uh, Would love to get your take on that. And in a few minutes, I will give you um, a piece of NFC East news that could affect the Eagles moving forward here. Some very interesting news. uh, And we'll get to that in a minute. First, let's go to Johannes and Red. What's up, Johannes? How you doing, guys? Uh, um, good, man. How are you? Good, thank you. Just wanted to get in on the, the talk. And I think that it is critical to win this weekend because I believe that we have many positions that need rest. So I would like to clinch this weekend, obviously be able to sit in uh, against the Giants and then have a week off. But I, I disagree with you with Minshew. I thought he played very well. Overall, this past weekend, but as far as the the 50-50 balls, I felt like he threw a lot of those on slants and over the middle, and it was very, very nerve-wracking every time he put the ball up. Um, I agree with the earlier caller that said that um, that was that wouldn't have happened if you had Jalen in there. Now I understand it is a situation with Jalen being hurt that it's not as easy as just saying, "Hey, let's go ahead and put him in," um, but you had said also previously about the balls that Jalen was throwing against Pittsburgh. And when he threw into triple coverage on a few of those plays, he put the ball exactly where it needed to be and where he wanted it to be. So I think that it's very, very different when you're comparing Jalen to, to Gardner in this situation. Um, so that's, that's, that's what I feel about that. And I, I also feel with Lane Johnson, I don't know if you remember or not, but when we played Dallas the mm-hmm. first game this year, I thought Lane was out for several plays, and when he was, uh, Driscoll was just a turnstile, if I remember correctly. Yeah, no, that that's true, Johannes, and I appreciate the call, and, and that that's true, and that's a concern. I mean, uh, Micah Parsons, the Eagles had kept at bay um, very much in the first half of that game, and Lane Johnson goes out with a concussion, Driscoll comes in, and things dra- change dramatically. And, and Lane Johnson, man, it's a significant loss. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not going to go as co- far as Colin Cowherd went and say this season is over without Lane Johnson, but losing Lane Johnson 
really hurts. And, and I think the Eagles need to look at this more as, as a long-term problem and more as something they're looking to permanently fix and not just put a Band-Aid on. Because even if Lane tries to come back to play for the postseason, there's no guarantee he's going to be able to hold up. There's no guarantee he's going to be able to play at the typical Lane Johnson level that you expect him to play at. And that's why I want to put Andre Dillard at left tackle. I want to move Mulata over to the right side. I think that's probably your highest upside offensive line. We know what Jack Driscoll is. We know he's just a Band-Aid. I think Dillard and Mylotta could be more of a permanent fix. And I don't know how good Andre Dillard is. I don't know if he's going to be able to play at that kind of high level. But we know at least he has the pedigree. Like, we know he had something coming out that not just the Eagles, but a lot of teams around the league were interested in. He was projected to be a first-round pick. Um, The Eagles selected him, and for various reasons, he hasn't gotten on the field. Part of it's injury. A bigger part of it is Jordan Mailata just, you know, taking the strides that he's taken and becoming uh, one of the best tackles in football. But you need to plan for a scenario in which Lane can't come back. And if that's the case, I think you need to put Dillard in there and, and see what he's got. 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. But, you know, a, a lot of what we've discussed in terms of the Eagles playoffs moving forward, and we talked a lot about hypotheticals and scenarios. And if the Eagles clinch home field advantage, the fact that their first postseason game in the divisional round could be against the Dallas Cowboys. And the kind of attention and the hype that that would provide going into that game. But based on what happened today around the NFC East, I'll tell you what, that's not the biggest potential playoff game in the first, in the divisional round for the Eagles. Because there's a much bigger draw and something that I think Buzz would get the crowd even more fired up. If you've noticed, the Washington Commanders made a move today. They are going back to Carson Wentz. Right now, they are in the seventh spot in the NFC. So just looking forward here next couple weeks, say Washington gets in and they're the seventh seed. All they would have to do in the wild card round is defeat the Minnesota Vikings, a team that's very beatable. I don't think many people think the Vikings are nearly as good as their record indicates. And you have Carson Wentz and the commanders coming to the link in the divisional round of the playoffs. What do you think, Buzz? I think that is a bigger matchup. I think that provides more hype. That gets the fan base even more fired up than a Cowboys-Eagles playoff game. Am I wrong about this? You're you're on to something, and especially because the Wentz return to the link never actually happened this year. Right. Like, it was Heineke. So, a Carson Wentz first-ever time playing in the link as a visitor in a playoff game, in Jalen Hurts' first playoff game, the storyline, the theater of that, if you will, is so magnified, so great, that you're right. Like, while the rivalry might be stronger historically with the Dallas Cowboys, the hatred for the Cowboys organization might be stronger all time, I'd have to favor. You have to root for Carson Wentz in the wild card round. Because if the Commanders win, remember, the Cowboys and Commanders could both win that weekend. The ca- the Commanders would be the lowest seed, which means they would come to the link. Uh, so you have to root for the Commanders there. Imagine this scenario. You could have this, and this is not... This is really not all that far-fetched. Like, you could have a scenario where the Eagles get the first round by, in the divisional round they play the Commanders, and then the NFC Championship game they play the Cowboys. Could you imagine the back-to-back frenzies that this fan base would be placed in? Of home playoff games against those two teams. Yeah. 
It would be incredible. And I want to know from you in the last bit of the show here, and, and we can discuss this more uh, later this week, uh, back in on uh, filling in for John and Ike Friday, and I'll, I'll run this by the king when I'm riding with him tomorrow night. But what would get you more fired up? An Eagles-Cowboys playoff game or an Eagles-Commanders playoff game? 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. To me, it's not even a question. It's the Commanders. It's Carson Wentz. I mean, Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, Going head to head in a postseason situation, man, that would be that would be epic. That would be incredible stuff. Uh, so if you want to get on that, you're welcome to two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Let's go to Herb in the Northeast. What's up, Herb? What's happening, bro? What are you doing, Herb? Where are you at tonight? I'm at the Wells Fargo. No, you're always at the Wells. Fargo. What are you doing, man? I'm on the radio right now. What are you, who's that talking in the background? My custom people. People that work here, man, at the Wells Fargo. Okay. Okay. And this is how this you guys all the time. I'm gonna have to let Herb, I'm gonna have to let you go here, I think, man. I'll call you back later. All right. I, come on, Herb. I mean Herb's a veteran caller, Dan. I mean, I know he's a little off the wall wacky sometimes, but come on, Herb. You 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 gotta be better than that. You gotta know to quiet down the background noise a little bit. Yeah, well, at first, when I picked up the phone, like there was a little bit of background noise. He said he's driving. There wasn't someone talking. I think Herb could call in five hundred thousand times. You would still get that type of call from him. Well, I, th- I think if he was going to learn it, he would have learned it by now. That's the thing with Herb, though. You, you try to trust him that he'll at least be be somewhat, you know, ready when he goes on the air. But apparently, he still has no. You, you, at at a certain point, it's like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me the twenty two hundredth time, you know, shame on us. I guess for going to him. Right. Well, come on, Herb. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. 215-592-9494. This hour sponsored by Guida Door and Window. Take advantage of Guida's big year-end sale. Receive 40% off all windows and doors until December 31st. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit com. And uh, when we get back, uh, a report that I thought was fake at the time. I, I saw this report initially thought it was a phony, um, and I I later found out this is an actual report dealing with the Dallas Cowboys, a player that they are looking to bring in potentially, a former Philadelphia Eagle. We'll tell you about this report when we get back. You won't believe it. 215-592-9494. I'm Tom Kelly. In for Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Cox dot com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion we all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing and once again toyota is leading the way we hear a lot about fully electric vehicles and toyota has them with more coming in but we also know a bev is not for everyone whether it's because of cost range or concern about finding a charging station when you need it plus the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified-diversified 
empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.